In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 67th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. This week we're going to share an exclusive interview with linebacker Duke Riley, defensive tackle Deidre Sanut, and discuss Takaris McKinley's early injury here in training camp. Ryan Cameron coming over to do the game announcing and look ahead to the practice schedule here as the Falcons have started training camp and get ready for the 2018 football season. But right away, let's get right to this Duke Riley interview. He was very candid about his rookie season, how he played, and what he needs to do to reach the potential that the Falcons see for him and what he can be as a... An NFL football player. I'm feeling really good. You know, it's different because I'm a year. I'm not. A, I'm a vet now. I'm not a rookie anymore. So, uh-huh. I mean, we run defensive stuff. It's all clicking way better than it was uh-huh. last year. Uh, I'm feeling confident. Um, the guys in my room will be pushing each other every day. So, I feel like um, it's going to be a. You know, we just have a pretty productive uh, camp so far. You know, as, as, as a group, as a linebacker group. Uh-huh. And uh, how much of the learning part of it from last year, this year? You feel you don't, you're not learning anything new. Oh yeah, I'm definitely learning. I, I mean, I'm learning something new every day. You okay, know? okay. Just technique-wise, or uh-huh. if it's, you know, last year I had a, um, a problem. I, I was I was having bad technique with my tackling. You know, okay. I, I, okay. We know how we always have OTAs. We have point of, point of emphasis tape that we watch. You know, and I, uh, I was doing stuff that I didn't even know I was doing. You know, I was crossing over a lot. I was leaving my feet a lot. You know, and I didn't. Even, I wasn't taking an extra step. Uh-huh. So I had I, I, that whole off season. I just been working on uh-huh. working on that. You know, taking an extra step, not leaving my feet, uh, being a better tackler. So that's that's one of the things that I needed to work on from last year. Other than that, my efforts always going to be there. Right. Um, you know, I'm always. You know. I'm smart enough to know what uh, the call is and be lined up where it's right. going to be lined up. But I just needed to get that corrected. You know, that's one of the main things. And getting healthy, you know, was right. another right. main thing. Yeah. I needed to get healthy. I was injured a little bit last year and dealing with that. So I'm just feeling, you know, I'm feeling confident. I'm healthy. Um, I'm, 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 I have way better technique tackling. So uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling uh-huh. real good. And uh, Coach uh, Oberg, I talked to him in season. He said, you know, hey, this kid's got everything we need. He knows it. And whatever he wanted to do with it is up to him. That's, right. that's got to be comforting in that regard. Yes, yes. Especially uh, expanding my comfort zone too. You know, doing doing the extra work, doing uh, extra things that you know help my body. I have my own routine now. You know, last uh-huh. year I was trying to figure everything out. Yeah. I was doing things that worked for other guys but didn't work for me. You know, right. so I found what works for me. I found what my body needed. I found what you know, I'm, and I'm still finding new things. You know, but I'm still still growing as a player. I'm still growing as a person. So. I have a lot of room to grow too, so right. that's, the, that's the beauty of it, you know. But I'm, I'm taking it day by day, step by step. I'm not looking ahead. Uh, I'm just living. I'm just staying where my feet's at. Where you want to prove to yourself? I mean, I know you want to block out the 
that's noise, but what do you want to prove to Duke Riley? I just want to prove to myself that, you know, I just want to show people that, you know, I belong in this league. You know, I want to show people that I'm for real. I want to show people that I want to, with my play, I want people to see my passion. I want people to see that, how much I love the game. You know, I mean, this, this is all I got. I don't have nothing else. You know what I mean? Growing up, this is all, this is all I ever wanted to do. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here. I'm, God has blessed me with the opportunity to do it every day. So, I just got to, you know, enjoy it and embrace it every day. You know, every day I'm here, just stay in the least state. Be where my feet at, basically, you know. So, right. that's basically it. Okay. Hey, Duke, I appreciate your time, man. Take care and good luck here the rest of the way. All right? There it is, Duke Riley. I think the best quote there was he says, hey, I want to show people that I belong in the NFL. Uh, you know, that's heck of a statement for a guy that was drafted, uh, started the season, uh, drafted in the third round out of LSU, uh, started the season as a uh, starter, uh, ended the season as a special teams player. He didn't uh, uh, dwell on the injuries either. He, he talked about his play and missing tackles and so forth and uh, getting away from his technique and taking things that work for other people. He's got to uh, do things that work for himself. Just hopefully Duke isn't pulling any trucks down the street here as he tries to reclaim some of the promise that the Falcons have for him and that uh, they hope he can fulfill for the football team. Also talked, uh, sat down with Deidre Sanat. We wrote a story that's on AJC.com right now about Deidre and how he's, uh, the Falcons cut about 12,000 snaps from the defensive tackle position when I went and looked at all the guys they cut. You know, we, we worry about Don Terry Poe, but um, Ruben, Upshaw, Volano, uh, you know, there were some other guys, uh, there were other guys that got snaps that, uh, Tupu, Tanny Tupu has got seven. Uh, those were that was twelve hundred and five snaps that Falcons got rid of. But you know, with a defensive line coach like Dan Quinn and Brian Young, they certainly know what they're looking at at that position. So uh, not going to second guess that. But they did draft Deidre Sanat in the third round out of South Florida. Passed on Tevin Bryant, the Florida tackle. Could have got him in the first round. So uh, they saw something that they like in uh, Sanat, and they're trying to ease him into the action. Got Terrell McClain, a free agent from the Washington Redskins and uh, former third-round pick in the in the league who's bounced around. Uh, but those two guys are the main candidates to take over the bulk of those snaps. Here's Deidre, and he was Real, real open with us on his draft day, discussing his mother's death and his dad's death. He's had a tough road here. Uh, coaches down in South Florida, Coach Taggart and uh, Stephen Nicholas, uh, you know, been very helpful to him. You know, Stephen, the old Falcon linebacker, was down there uh, with uh, Dirk Cutter and Coach Smith with the uh, Bucks right now. But here's Deidre Sanat discussing how things are going so far for him in the training camp. Showing me just little little knickknack things here and there, you know, just to up my grade because you know, coming from playing college, you know, you can get away with certain things, and you know, I mean, now playing the league, everybody's everybody's good, you know what I mean? So there's certain things you can do, and certain things just a big no-no that'll get you jammed up. So he's 
didn't teach me the ropes, just constantly reminding me, you know, being a big brother. You know, he was my big, he was assigning me to be my big brother. So the process has been going great. I mean, I love him, man. You know what I mean? We, we getting closer to each other. You know what I mean? Knowing each other, just having a good time and meetings, you know what I mean? So we teach, we learn off each other. We feed it, you know, great feedback from him every day. Uh, you know what I mean? So on the field, we, 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 we're just doing so much stuff. I'm always paired up with him. I'm always learning. So, you know what I mean? Just the things he do, you know what I mean? We're just sharpening each other iron, you know what I mean? But it's, other than that, it's going very, very, very good. Uh, the um, linemen here, uh, do you, what do you notice between pro linemen and college linemen? Offensive linemen? Offensive linemen. Oh, just, you got to beat. <laughs> uh, I mean, everybody's just technique is just up the park. You know what I mean? So uh, you just got to bring your, 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 your technique up the park. You know what I mean? There's certain things you can get away. You just can't muscle your way around anymore. You know what I mean? things. But um, other than that, it's going good. It's, I mean, it's just a competition every day. You know what I mean? Every day you're getting better. Better, so that that's the best thing about it. you got you got great competition. And you know we got a, a great center that you know we go against every day, and then, you know I love it. So it's just preparing me for just for what's to come. Yeah, did I mean the 35 lifts, man? That was a uh, pretty pretty big. Uh, did you do a lot of work in the weight room? Is that natural strength or how'd you? Oh, I, I trained pretty good. I trained pretty good at EXOS. Um, I did actually. I actually I did a uh, 37. I think at EXOS. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. You know what I mean? Just the combine. You know, with just with all the stuff going on. But uh, I gave it my best. You know what I mean? But uh, it was it was a pretty good number. But now you know what I mean? It's all about skill and the technique. The weight room stuff is, is perfect. You know what I mean? But it's, it's more than just being strong. It's about just being able to bend, being able to move. So you know what I mean? That's 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 what I pride my game in. Just trying to be able to move, trying to be flexible. Trying to just be everything that people think I lack. You uh -huh. know what I mean? So that's all. It's just going good for me, though. Mm -hmm. The um, uh, you know, they they didn't sign Poe back. They drafted you, so people, are, you know, there's some opportunity on that line. How are you trying to manage the pressure oh, man, to, to, uh, I, to maybe I, pick up those stats? I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, me pay that any mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I believe that the head coach and, and, and the GM and everybody brought me here who had to contribute to bringing me here, mm -hmm. they have a plan for me. And, and, and one thing I pride myself in is trusting the process. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We have a lot of time, you know uh -huh. what I mean, for me to get ready, for me to help and uh -huh. contribute in any way they want me to contribute to, to this team. Uh -huh. But I'm loving it. I'm, I'm just I'm just soaking it in, you know what I mean? I'm living it day by day, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Meeting by meeting, I'm living in the moment. Uh -huh. I'm living it just just being a part of this team, you know what I mean? I'm embracing it, and I'm just taking my ops. You know uh -huh. what I mean? I have, I have a great ops here. I'm getting a lot of reps with these guys, with the veterans, so it's going really, really good for me. Okay. And what's your impression of Brian Young, Hall of Fame, uh, do tackle there with uh, teaching you and so forth? He's one of the best. He's one of the best. Um, you know what I mean? Just just the things he can teach you and the, and, and the things he show you, it's just it's unbelievable. You know what I mean? Um, just, to, just to have that knowledge and have somebody who played the game mm -hmm. coach you. So, I mean, I mean, I take pride in that, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually excited every day I get to go meet with him and just learn from him. Every word he said, I try to write it down, even if he's not talking to me. Mm -hmm. So, it's just, he's been through it, and just having somebody who's been through it and talk you through it, and just, just you know what I mean, just, it just, it, it takes it to another level. Okay. All right, Deidre, hey, I appreciate your time. Deidre Sanat, third round pick, South Florida. Falcons are going to be counting on him to play a lot of football for him this season. Yeah, D DQ, uh, head coach Dan Quinn uh, is managing the uh, injury to defensive end to Karis McKinley. He's trying to come back off of a uh, second shoulder surgery. And, uh, you know, they got to get him comfortable. Tack is happy that he has two good shoulders. And, uh, you know, they're going to manage this closely. He's being counted on a lot. So, 
Now, if he's not on the field, Coach Quinn's going to let us know how that's going uh, when he's taking rest days and so forth. But they are definitely trying to get Tack comfortable. And, uh, you know, it's a contusion, and they've been forthright about the injury, and we really appreciate that. Rodney Ho of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution broke the story that Ryan Cameron, the uh, former radio host in town and the in-game announcer for the Atlanta Hawks, signed a three-year deal to be the in-game announcer for the Atlanta Falcons. They like his voice. They like his enthusiasm. They think uh, he can help rouse up the Falcon fans who tend to drift sometimes. Uh, But... Ryan Cameron in the house, maybe can get things rolling. Uh, we're happy for Ryan, whom we know him personally. Uh, uh, you know, he's uh, off doing some business these days. Former Campbell High graduate, same high school that the Ledbetter girls graduated from in the uh, advanced placement program, uh, the uh, international baccalaureate program. And uh, Cameron also went to West Georgia, so I know his West Georgia Wolf people are proud of him once again. Now, practice. Moving ahead here, we had that first four-day block, second four-day block. You know, they're simulating their preparation for games. And then after that, uh, this one that's coming up starting on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then they'll get off Sunday. Then they'll have a shorter block to get ready for the Jets on uh, uh, Friday the 10th. So they'll probably go, I haven't seen that schedule, they'll probably go Monday, Tuesday, light Wednesday, kind of simulate a short week, you know, because they're going to have those in the regular season when they play on Thursday, coming off of Sunday. So so they're going to simulate that in the third practice block of the training camp here. And then uh, I think we're going to be getting, getting pretty close to the closed practices and uh, we'll be just having media availability availability after practice for you all. But here in the 67th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles, let's wrap it up. Very fine interview with Duke Riley, you know, on his part, you know, discussing with uh, some specificity his problems last year and his desire to show that he belongs in the NFL. Deidre said not, talking about his opportunity to take some of those snaps from Don Terry Poe. And then we just, uh, uh, you know, went with some news here on uh, getting Takaris McKinley back, getting him ready to go. You got to get him comfortable. You know, he's had surgery. He's getting his first uh, rounds of action. So Coach Quinn is taking the precautions to do so. And then congratulations to Ryan Cameron. And then a look ahead to the schedule. Just want to say goodbye for everybody. Take care and thanks for listening to the 67th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.
The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.